Welcome to Mike Paper Scissors. We back in the building. Got the got the crew with me, blocking that door. Gentlemen, what's going on? Slow boogie, man. What's good? Ain't nothing. Um, so before we get started, I, I just want to kind of I want to give the people a little taste of Brock because you know some some people may not fully understand you. So I'm I'm, I'm open. I'm I'm gonna put it to them in a in a in a way where they can fully understand it. Now me. I'm like White Hennessy. I'm a smooth taste. I'm going to go down easy. You're going to enjoy it. Abdur is like some Tito's. It's strong, but it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> and Brock Brock is like Hennessy. It's going to go down hard, and it's going gen- to mess you up. <laughs> but, but- <laughs> I, I like <laughs> I, uh, you, I like you, you. You would, you would use <laughs> one liquor that I have refused to drink because <laughs> you are that one liquor. <laughs> well, yo, um, we were having some conversations just about some stuff that's going on um, with our people, like we always do. And um, I saw something that just really made me. How can I? Not y'all. I try to have faith in y'all. I, I really do. I really, and by y'all, I'm talking about the black collective. I really try to have faith in y'all. But in the words of uh, Chris Rock, I love black folks, but I hate niggas. And I've been seeing a whole bunch of nigga shit going on. And the the two things that just made me say, man, we're hopeless, is um, this crate challenge shit that's going on. <laughs> And you combine that with at the same time, the um, now please correct me. The prop, the proper pronunciation for this young woman's name is Shakari Richardson. Correct, Shakari. Yeah, Shakari. 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 I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna butcher her name because I'm gonna be on her hard enough as it is. So there's no need for me to fuck <laughs> up her name too. Um, Shakari Richardson. And I'm just looking at. I'm looking at Shakari. I'm looking at all of these different crate challenges. And yes, before anybody, you know, tries to come in on they, with they with they cape and say, oh, it ain't just black folks. That's cool. I ain't talking about them. I'm talking about us. So um, <laughs> that said, I'm looking at the crate challenges and people doing different crate challenges. And I'm looking at Shakari. And then I'm looking at some people like coming to Shakari's rescue. And then I'm looking at Shakari dig a deeper hole. And I ain't just talking about the race. The race is what it is. It, hey, we all have bad outings. I'm talking about everything surrounding it. Um, so I look back at her. And then I look at some more current challenges. I saw one in particular where they were doing, um, what do you call them shits? A, a gender reveal. My man's is going uh, up. Oh, the, yeah. That's going all, up the crate. My man's is going up the crate. He falls off the crate, blue powder everywhere. People going wild, yo, we having a boy. Da, 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 da. Meanwhile, my man sitting here with internal bleeding. I, I swear he had to like lacerate his spleen or something the way he fell. I mean, <laughs> dude is sitting there about to die. He's not gonna even be there for the baby. He damn near died. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and I, so I'm looking at my people, both our day-to-day people as well as the people that we're holding up in high esteem. And I think me and Ab 
ex- exchanged uh, um, a text or something where it was just like, you know what? I think we fucking hopeless. And that's where I'm at today, y'all. I think we're hopeless. So we're we as a collective are hopeless. And I'm just curious to know just with the recent events that have been going on with y'all, what do y'all think? Because I I genuinely think we're hopeless. I won't, I mean, we can we can talk about the crates for a little bit, but Shaquille no, is, no, is not, a shining. No, okay. Leave them damn crates alone. Well, the, I, wanted, real, I wanted to add real quick. <laughs> I saw I saw the uh, the baby shower crate challenge, man, where uh, the 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 mom actually almost became a single mother immediately. Uh, however, Yo, there was also it was also the uh, you know gender reveal with the Glock seventeen where the, the dude was shooting shooting at the oh, uh, balloons with his handgun. That was probably about he had to be low less than a foot away from the target missing it, and you know he reveals it, and it's just it's it's the constant buffoonery. Um, it's the constant, you know, doing the things for clicks and likes and views and, you know, trying to see what extreme we can go to, who can be the least common denominator uh, to Thank see what you. kind I'm of clown stuff that. that we can do. You know I'm what I mean? It's always it's a, it's, it's a constant race to the bottom or the race to see how ignorant we are. We see it in our music. We see it in uh, the people we put up on a pedestal. Uh, and now we're seeing it to in our athletes. We get tired of it. You know what I mean? It does get exhausting to see um, some of the same shenanigans. It's fun for a little bit, but then after a while, you look at it and it's like, we're the last people to be trying to do this stuff. We're already getting, we're already killing each other. We're already, you know what I'm saying, go to jail at a high rate than anybody. So now we want to start taking people out from a crate challenge. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 time that we start to, you know, refocus and retool a little bit. No, you know, we don't. Just... It's it's Darwinism. We need them. We we need them taken out. It's okay. It's okay. You don't you don't have to agree. I'm just gonna. I, I will say it for you. I'll say what most intellectually minded black people think and hey you 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 can you can you can hate me in the messages and all of that they need to take themselves out get the hell gone i wish that he would have fell on his nuts so he can't procreate <laughs> so because his ass was stupid enough to go up there and do that shit so and, and I'm glad I'm 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 go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry because I was gonna I was gonna get into the Shakira the Shakira thing. Okay, real quick though, I just want to let the people know, man. Like you're a big proponent of Darwinism, with and for, in a, in in a nutshell, Darwin Darwinism is basically survival of the fittest. And then <laughs> just just to put it in a nutshell, and Rock is like he's like the biggest proponent for Darwinism, and so he's always just gonna feel like. He's not gonna give you a. He's not gonna give you an inch. He's just, you know what? Take yourself up off this piece. So I just okay. Now you can go into your um. Now you can go into Shikari, brother. <laughs> All right. So I'm glad that Ab said the lowest common denominator because here's my issue, and I know it seems like we're talking about two things, but to be perfectly honest, we're talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. When we um tend to promote, um participate in, or uplift the lowest common denominator that represents us. Um, Shakiri. Um, potential, because she's not an Olympian, potential Olympian. Um, all of the all of the potential in the world to have been at least in the top three in the 100 meters in, um, in, in this past Olympics. We all know the story. She failed the medal, the um, 
she failed the uh, marijuana exam and it was what it was. We all know that story, right? Right, right. And I'm pretty sure we all have, have saw our fair a fair number of people um have her back from just your average everyday Joe to um your, your average everyday Joe to celebrities and and whatnot saying, "Hey, you know what?" She shouldn't be suspended. It's just marijuana. We need to get behind her. Everybody, you know, hashtag, I support Shakari. all of that, right? We all saw that, right? Yeah. And we all saw, you know, her pretty t- talking some cash money, you know, not not really just outlandish tweets, but a tweet here and there anytime, you know, the Jamaicans were running leading, you know, in the, during the, um, the prelims and including the finals where it was just like, Hey, I ain't there, but um, y'all will see me, you know, y'all will see me in a few weeks at the pre-flying time. And so, yo, we all gassing it up. Now we truthfully get to see the fastest women in the world go head up. Right. Mm -hmm. So much so that there was a a commercial that was airing. I don't know anybody. If anybody watched this live, I was watching this live and there's a commercial where she's like, all you see is a hand, and she's clicking her nails on the table. Click, 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 click. And she goes on talking about how, you know, she's been waiting. She's been waiting all month, you know, to prove her doubters wrong and to show that, you know, she's not some fluke and to show what she can really do and all of that. And now, and then it, it, it pans up to her face, and she says, and in, in, in Eugene, Oregon, I'll be I'll be waiting again for everybody else at the finish line. They played this commercial probably about two or three times before the race. Then the race happened. And we saw we all know the outcome to that. She got DL. She got DL. Yeah. It did to add insert to add insult to injury, they probably played that commercial another four times after the race, which I thought was hilarious. But either way. Then she got up and did the interview. She's clicking her hands. She's pretty much clapping her hands. I'm telling y'all, y'all can doubt me. Y'all can talk shit about me, but y'all ain't done seeing me. And it's like, okay, I, I'm going to give you a pass maybe in the moment, but you you really looking a little childish and, you know, and, and you, you, you really kind of showing some shit that's really not stand up or what's supposed to be represent, representative of the best of us. Per se, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so she had that instance. Then some people tried to come to her rescue. The likes of, um, oh wow, why did I just draw a blank on my girl's name? Um, the one who has all the most medals in Olympic history. Why am I drawing a blank? Oh, on Alex, Allison, Allison Felix, thank you. Allison Felix was on, I believe, Jimmy Kimmel. Yep, um, said something to the effect of, Hey, you know what? She got a lot going on, and that's okay. She's um, very, very talented. And I just hope that she, you know, that, you know, this whole athlete thing, it ain't as easy as everybody think. And I just hope that she continues to get the support that she needs in order to, you know, um, in order to um, make it to the next level because she has a supreme talent and I think she'll be around for a while. This is Allison Felix. I mean, she, for all intents and purposes, is the GOAT. It was a very, and, neutral, it was a very neutral comment. It was a very neutral comment, but it wasn't like she wasn't throwing shade. It was just like, hey, I hope that she gets the com- the, the support that she needs. What does Shakari come back and do? 
post a picture of her with the with the bug eyes and saying encouraging words on TV shows are just as real as well nothing at all. Like, all right, look, wow, you, you you're digging your hole deeper. And then wow. she, I don't know if this is her controlling her Twitter, so it could or her social media, it could be somebody else. Um, and then the post goes up about not somebody posts not the Jamaicans talking trash when they have to walk barefoot to their coconut hut just to make money or something to that effect. Oh. And Shakari really? liked it. Yeah, yeah, that post came oh. out. Shakari liked it. So I say all of that to say this. It really had nothing to do with the race. Bad outings happened. She could have been injured. Um, she could have just shut it down and like, hey, you know what? I'm not feeling this race. I'm just my point is this. It's everything surrounding it and the support that she's getting around the fuckery that she's creating. I've heard people say, oh, you can't talk about that. Don't talk about that, baby. No, nah, there wasn't no baby standing on the, tra- on the side of the track talking about y'all can talk shit about me, all y'all. That ain't no fucking baby, number one. Number two, she's an aspiring Olympian. What happened to holding the, the, the highest level of us to a higher standard? So that's, that's number two. Number three... Why are we, as a collective, so quick to come to her rescue for the fuckery that she's going through and she's putting out there when um, I counted at least three young, very athletic, very accomplished black women in that Olympics who did tremendous things. I'm, I mean, tremendous one of them in particular, um, I, what is this child's name? Sydney, um, Sydney McLaughlin, I believe, is her name. Uh, S- Sydney, yeah, Sydney, Sydney McLaughlin. This, this, this young lady, I believe, is twenty-one years old, about the same age as Shakira. Made it to the Olympics, broke the world record. I'm well, actually, I won't say broke shattered the world record in the 400 meter hurdles mm-hmm. ran on the 4x4 women's um, relay where they damn near broke the women's 4x4 um, relay and nobody knows who she is and what I believe in my heart of hearts is this nobody knows who she is because she's well spoken she is um she promotes her she promotes her religious beliefs which happen to be christianity um i don't need to get into my religious beliefs i think y'all listen to the show enough to know so whatever you can put me in whatever box you want um i'm not i'm not saying you should promote her because she promotes her religious beliefs or not um but what i will say is this just those two things she's oh, oh and she's very well educated i believe she has um um two or three degrees um that said the three things that i named tend to not fall in line with what with what we promote as a collective group and i can't help but but, but think that that's because it's difficult it's it takes some 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 stick-to-itiveness to go get your degree it takes some assertion to actually put yourself in a position where you can actually stand before a crowd and articulate in, in even the tough moments as opposed to clapping your hands and saying people can talk a shit about you all they want 
and you ain't done yet when you haven't proved shit on the biggest stage yet. Or her to get up there and talk about religion when it probably ain't the most, um, you know, pub thing right now. It's not what kids are doing, especially somebody in their young 20s. So that said, I think that we as a collective are doomed because we get behind the likes of a Shikari and try our damnedest to protect her. Oh, don't put no, y'all can't talk about that baby, but we're not promoting the babies that's actually doing some shit. I think that, you know, I agree with what you're saying. And, you know, I think sadly with the way that our people tend to operate is, you know, when they say that, you know, trauma recognizes trauma. So I think for, you know, the majority of us that are in the positions that we are in, a lot of us tend to recognize uh, Shakari and, and her and where she comes from and her uh, ability or lack of ability to communicate or, or find herself being able to spar outside of just the athleticism part of her, you know what I'm saying, what she does as far as running. Um, she's a great athlete, excellent athlete, but it's it's when you get to a certain level and, a, and the public spotlight hits you, there's other responsibilities that a- actually come with that. And if you stay in the same place you were before you got to that position, those things never tend to work out for the athlete. Either the spotlight becomes too big and where they come from tends to eat their ability to grow because they don't want to change. Or they find themselves getting themselves into trouble and not being able to just complete whatever they needed to complete to get to that next level. And then, like you were saying, you have this nice young lady, on the other hand, that does everything that she needs to do, and there's no support or anybody backing her up. Because I guess there's no excitement behind her. And that's the thing where we tend to glorify the things that, you know, look good, sound good, are flashy, and those things tend to crash and burn quickly, you know? And instead of somebody saying to this um, young girl, Shakari, like, yo, listen, you're in a position where you can do great things. We're not going to make excuses for you for failing to go into the Olympics for, for not having your drug test. Everybody goes through something. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that it's not sad or tragic that that young lady wasn't mourning or whatever she was going through, but it's still no excuse for you in a certain position. That's not worth risking a whole new future and changing your family's trajectory generationally forever, you know? So again, when you have stuff like that on the line, everybody in their mama should be telling this girl, yo, listen, any room she walks into, yo, get out of here. If there's anything going on that's not above board, they should be making sure that she's nowhere near that because they, if they care about what she represents, they make sure she's not in a position to, to destroy that. And a lot of times we tend to, we like to watch beautiful crashes. Our people love a story and crashing hard. You know what I'm saying? And we got to get out of that mindset. We got to get to that frame of mind of thinking that we got to support, you know, negative shit. We can't do that. You know what I'm saying? We can't support, you know, people that don't move us forward and people that have the ability to do great things and then fail. We can't make excuses for their failures. And I'm not saying failures don't happen, but they can't be self-inflicted. You know what I'm saying? And then you can't go around and after you 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 harm yourself by smoking weed or filling a drug test or committing a crime or whatever it is that stops your your career or harms your career. At that point, somebody's gotta say, Hey, listen, baby girl, be humble, congratulate the people that are doing the things that did what they needed to do, and then just do your job and play your sport, run your race, and kill them that way. 
the time for talking is over at this point. You've done all the talking. Now it's time to just show what you can do. And it seems like right now we've gotten to the point where the talking has gotten greater than the actual athleticism. And if she doesn't correct that, then by 2022, nobody will be talking about her at all. She'll just be exactly. another kind of flashy kind of joke, almost a, 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 a reality star, Olympian, semi-Olympian me. You know what I'm saying? It'll be just whatever happened to this girl. And yeah, she might do reality show. You'll see, because you tend to see people like that pop up in weird places. Two, three years from now, she's on some weird reality show or doing some type of weird reality TV or some infomercial. And great mm-hmm. if that pays the bills. But the cost of what you sacrifice for trying to keep it real, you know what I'm saying, or remain hood, it never seems like it's worth it. And I guess that's the case of keep, when keeping it real goes wrong. At some point, exactly. we got to get out of our own way. Exactly. She, she is... She's the shining example of when keeping it real goes wrong. I don't know yeah. who's in her corner. I don't know who's in those rooms that should be taking her out. But as I, for me, even when she failed the test, I was like, yo, whoever need to fire everybody. Yo, <laughs> and, Chris, Chris, keep it real. Keep it real. Back in the day, the dude that could play ball, and, and I'm sure you could talk to this, Brock, just even if you wasn't around athletes, you would just see this. Like the dude that was nice at ball, that had a chance to go places or do something big, was right on the cusp of maybe getting drafted into a, a, a Division One school or whatever. When you saw that kid in, like, certain areas and spots, you know, people got that guy out of there. Like, yo, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, yes. what are you doing here, Absolutely. Like, nah, nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Everything is stopping right now. You go home. You go home. I remember, yo, yo I remember listening to Cameron, and Cameron was nasty at basketball. And when he was young, he would try to, you know, get some work. He would try to get put on. And they wouldn't mess with him. They'd be like, yo, like, we're not giving you jack, bro. You're nice at ball. You're going to be out of here in three, four years. You're 14, 15 years old. We're not, we're not sell- giving you nothing. You're not risking it. And, 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 and before he could get on, he had to actually, like, you know, rob and steal before he could get any work because the people in his hood wouldn't give him the work to hustle because they saw him had a better future. See, that's a code of conduct that's lacking. And, again, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Street dudes are street dudes, and they, and they have their own things that they got to do. But there's a certain code where you don't harm the children, you know what I'm saying, for your own personal gain. You don't put the people that have a chance to get out in a position to, to, to fail or miss that, you know what I'm saying, opportunity for the sake of a quick buck or right have way. them in a, in a position. You go get it the right way because you have something that none of us have. You have, an, you have. you have talent and you have, you know what I'm saying, maybe the ability to go further than anybody else has. That must be protected. And then in return – we would hope that once you make it, you come and put back in the community and the kids around us to see that it's possible. And then you bring them up, you know what I'm saying, with something to aspire to. But now, in this culture, none of that goes. It's like, yo, listen, man, they're going to, you know, it could be the top-tier athlete, and he could be ready to go to the NBA, and they'll videotape that man crash and burn and kill his career before somebody will stop him from doing something harmful to himself. They'd rather watch it, videotape it, put on Instagram, world start. And and have that man ruin his career versus pulling that guy aside like, hey, what are you doing here? You're gonna you have a chance to go to the NBA. Let's cut that nonsense out, and then find yourself in a position where they just laugh at him, and then boom, it's just another sad case of of high talent, high expectation thrown right in the garbage off of a simple weed charge, or or somebody breaking in and entering because they needed a few bucks because they 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 don't have no money, 
And you know what I'm saying? It's just you you hear and see it all the time. And at some point we gotta just say, yo, enough is enough with it. I agree. I totally agree. And but the thing is, you know, you, you have both sides of that and unfortunately story. I, I I know people who, you know, saw the young kid that was oh, you you need to you need to go. Go back home, go play with the ball, go do something, but you can't be around here. And then I knew people who put pressure on on that that kid to make sure that he stayed true he or she stayed true mm-hmm. to and typically it was the old heads talking about yo get the fuck from around here mm-hmm. and it was their peers saying yo don't switch up on us um mm-hmm. me and chris was talking about this um there's a there's an nfl player named um um chan crowder and he had he was on a podcast talking about how it was to make it um, anybody who has a opportunity to look it up, look it up. But he makes an interesting quote that goes totally against everything we as a collective have adopted. He said, when you make it, everybody can't go. Because he said when he made it, his family was like, oh, we made it. His brother is, his brother moved to where he was. His Miami, I believe. His sister moved to Miami and her husband. His mom's moved to Miami because we made it. And he said, the fact of the matter is, Everybody can't can't make it and can't go where you go because if everybody goes where you go, everybody's gonna be broke. Somebody's mm-hmm. gonna be unhappy, and you have to be at if you really want to make it to the next level, be it um, personally or professionally. And it doesn't matter what your profession is. We're talking about an athlete right now, but I don't give a damn if you you, you cut yards for a living. If you want to make it to the next level, you have to understand that everybody can't go. Everybody can't go where you're trying to get. You got to be ready to have those difficult conversations and tell your brother, your cousin, your sister, your mama, your daddy, hey, this is what I worked for. I will do what I can for you, but we didn't make it. I did. And I have honestly feel like this young lady is a representation trying to hold on to what she was while at the same time trying to get where she would hope to be and she is failing at it miserably. Because you can't do both. You can't be the same person that you were and go somewhere else that doesn't look like where you come from. It's not so much what you have to do all the time, it's more so who you have to become. And that's the part that I think that gets left out of people who have success stories coming from where we come from. It's very few people that can become, that that can have an opportunity to go somewhere and stay the same person. It's really reserved only for rappers. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And even the rappers that go beyond just making hit records and collecting a check for some record label, they grow beyond who they were. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter how ignorant they were, what kind of background they've had before, when you gotta hit, to, there's a certain ceiling you're gonna hit, that where you're gonna have to, you know, go from a caterpillar to a butterfly and expand if you want to hit a certain type of growth level that can save everybody around you. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes a certain kind of mindset. So it's not necessarily, you know, what you have to do. That what you have to do can only get you so far. It's the who you have to become that takes you to that next level. And sadly enough, a lot of our people do not want to become the men and women they need to be to take them to that next level. 
whether it's well, because... the difficulty in it, whether it's they're afraid of the people they got to leave behind, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, their lack of ability to understand why they have to do these things. But if you want, if you read or watch anybody that has a success story, they all have to tell you, they tell you the same thing. There's a certain point where you start to look around and you say, oh, if I got to go there and if I want to save them, these people can't come. You know, so again, we don't make the right choice in that instance because, again, we're really family-based people. We're like, no, if I can't bring all my homies, then I ain't going and bump your party. You know what I'm saying? And we tend to live like that. But that's kind of to our detriment. And it's kind of kept us out of a lot of places. And what it needs to happen is the people that are actually trying to get in with us, they need to say, hey, listen, why don't we stay back and let you go on ahead? Send for us when you get to where you're going. We're going to hold it down right here for you. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to love you. If, if, if in your journey, you come back and you had to become somebody different to save us, then we're going to support you because you knew you did. You made sacrifices to get to that point. But again, we don't want to do that because one, there's a lot of hate in a lot of us. Let's just be real. And two, we really don't like to see people leave us behind. You know what I'm saying? So again, we got to get out of, out of our own way and start to embrace the things that maybe we're not comfortable. You know what I'm saying? To make us more successful. I agree. I had to pinpoint one. I tend to lead towards the difficulty, man. I think that a lot of people, and, and I'm going to continue to use Shikari as the example, I think a lot of people get behind a story because she, if she can make it, what did she became? She, she's, or what did she become, rather? Excuse me. Who are listening. She has become the, um, the quintessential example of being able to do the shit that you want to do and still make it. No work. No work involved. Per- no, right. no personal growth. Exactly. So if she makes it, oh man, she didn't have to smoke weed. She didn't have to stop smoking weed to make it. So I don't have to stop smoking weed to, doing what I, to do what I'm doing. Well, maybe she just got lucky. You know, but but I I think the fact of the matter is we tend to gravitate to the lowest common denominator because I always say that picture and that 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 reflection in the mirror is uglier than we want to pay attention to. I think Mm -hmm. that the vast majority of us tend to lean towards the lowest common denominator because that is the thing that looks closest to us than actually succeeding. Oh man, that. Instead of saying, wow, that person put in some work, man, they got the degree, they have the profession, you know, out in this neighborhood, name your ritzy neighborhood or whatever, you know, they drive this type of whip, that, this, that, or the other. Instead of us looking at the, the journey and the steps it took them to get there, what do we say? Oh, man, they just acting white, man. Oh, they, oh, oh, they. They they over there sound boy man. They tap dancing for them crackers, man. I, I got to do all that. Real. I ain't got to do all that, yo. I, I I can't be doing that. Oh oh, he got to get suit and tied up. Nah, man, I ain't gonna do that, man. Yo, I I, I like I like my Tims and my jeans, yo. I, nah, yo, I can't listen, do all that. Yo, real quick, off, let me just interject real quick off topic, and this is slightly revolving around the same thing. I remember when I was in the process of dropping all of the weight that I dropped. You know what I'm saying? And people were started to come up to me and ask me, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, well, I stopped eating meat. I started doing this. I started doing that. And seven times out of 10, maybe even eight times out of 10, I would be met. After they asked the question, 
what did you do to have the success you had in dropping all of that weight so fast? And I tell them what I do. Immediately, a lot of the, these people's response would be, you ain't got to do all of that. But you asked me what my success story was, and I told you what the blueprint was. I didn't say it was easy. I didn't say you had to do it. I just said, this is what need, need, I, I did. But in return, you get mad at me because you don't want to do the work that I did to get to where I was at. Right. So in, instead it. of you just saying, I don't want to do that work, but I'm glad it worked for you. You, you say, oh, you don't got to do all of that as if the blueprint doesn't work that way when I'm showing you that it works that way. But again, it goes back to what you're saying. They don't want to do the work. So they make excuses for the people that get by without doing the work. And then the people that actually do the work and get there, they want to make it seem like they did more than what they needed to do because in their heart of hearts, they don't, they just actually are lazy and don't want to do anything. They want to make it how, how they've been making it, and that's with very little effort. I'm going to say something that's going to probably rub a lot of people the wrong way. Surprise, surprise. But there's two things that are going that collectives need to do in order to start progressing as a collective, not as individuals within the collective. Number one, we have to start imitating the process and not the outcome. See what outcome you want and then emulate, imitate the process. The process is going to get you where you want to be, but you got to imitate the process, not the damn outcome. So that's number one. Number two, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Now, mm-hmm. I know some of our extra woke people out here are going to be like, yo, we've been uncomfortable for over 400 years in this country. And da, 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 da. you know what? That's awesome. And I understand trying to insinuate. However, we have this little thing called data analytics. And the average age of our listeners on this podcast is, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, between the ages of about 31 and 49 and a half. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, none of you niggas slaves. So I ain't trying to hear it. So if you <laughs> inbox me on some bullshit talking about we we've been uncomfortable. Look, we have some discomforts. Absolutely. Is it is is this country fair to us? Has it has, have things been fair and just? And do we have a lot of things that we that that are against us? Yes, absolutely. But we have to stop using the hardships of our ancestors who put their blood on the line for us to be able to do better. Because I'd be damned if we sit here with these excuses of why we can't do what we are meant to do when if we rewind back to the mid-50s or actually late 40s to mid-60s, black people were more educated then, held more more college degrees and were more self-employed then than they are now. We are going backwards because we are looking backwards. We need to look backwards to understand where we came from, and then we need to turn our head forward and keep on pushing. But make an excuse for ourselves, and this is why we are in the position where we are in, where we have someone with all the potential in the world, and I ain't talking about you, Carrie. I'm talking about you if you're in your feelings. All the potential in the world, but you are too fucking lazy scared to look in the mirror and say you know what I can do better I need to expect the people around me need to need to receive better from me it is on you 
me. It is on us as individuals to uplift this collective. And as long as we keep promoting the ideas of our lowest common denominator, we are going to continue to be in the situations that we are in. And I can tell y'all, and now I'm going to clap my hands, I ain't waiting for you niggas. I love black people. And if, and if, 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 if you want to get on, get on. But I ain't dealing with no nigga shit. I've grown past that. I grew up in that. I do not have to remain that. And neither should you. There it is. People, you just experienced a whole gallon of Hennessy. (laughs) 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 And in closing, I would just like to say we would like y'all to continue listening. And <laughs> indul- indulging in some of that Hennessy. Everybody needs a little Hennessy once in a while. Just right. you know, just to ruffle you up. You can have that Tito's and you know, you can have the white Hennessy, but sometimes you just need just to, you know, get that spark going. And yeah, with that with that being said, I want to thank y'all for listening and we'll catch y'all on the B side. Peace. B-side. Peace. I love y'all. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> This is called Mike Paper Scissors.